Good, good morning, Joel. Good morning, Ben. How are you today? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? Uh, it's it's been a it's been a relatively smooth morning so far. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. been a as as most people know, it's Friday, February twenty second. Well, like actually, as I say, most people know. Uh, I didn't know the date. Friday, February twenty second, which means first day of the well. I mean, do you say the first day is Thursday? Yeah, because people already did it. Nah. First day of the 2019 CrossFit Games Open. Uh, we'll say here at Black Wolf. Yeah. And uh, by the way, if you're tuning in live on Instagram, we got quite the filter. Look at those sparkles. We're on the Bifrost. Look at those sparkles. Uh, and then Facebook, no sparkles. So Instagram is the way to go. Have your answer. Why don't you turn that a little bit? Because I think you need to be more in this. You're not going to sit this close to me the whole time. Just Plus, we don't need that doorway. Yeah. Uh, but the first first morning, and uh, we're gonna. That's pretty much gonna be the bulk conversation today. Is kind of everything around that because mm-hmm. we got teams, we've got um, the events themselves, the workouts themselves. Who's doing it? Who should be doing it? Still time to sign up. Um, kind of you know Joel's outlook on the open since uh, mm-hmm. he'll he'll be performing and, and crushing it as well. So Do we'll we'll be getting to all of that. But first, um, it's been. It's been a week of weird weather. It's been wet and cold, and then it got. We had a was it Wednesday where we had like the most gorgeous day, and then the next day yes, yesterday. Yes, Wednesday. Like Wednesday was perfect weather. It was beautiful. Nice. Like oh my gosh, perfect weather, and then this this yeah, weather Monday rolls was in. Great. Um, Monday was great. Monday for, for a little bit. That's right. So we've had we've had a week of weird weather, but uh, uh, aside from that, I think it's been a pretty great week in the gym, and. And I'm sorry, right now it's in my head that this printer's still going. I printed papers at 4.30 in the morning, but um, then I shut my computer. And so your printing does not continue while your your computer's shut. That's dumb. Um, and now I dumb really robot. want to cancel the print because I'm not going to listen to this for much longer. I wonder if they could hear it. Javier, can you hear that? Why don't we do this? Hey, Joel, what, uh, why don't you explain to the group that might not know Uh-oh. what is CrossFit Workout 19.1? Uh-oh. CrossFit Workout 19.1. Oh, CrossFit Open Workout 19.1. You have a 15-minute AMRAP of 19 wall ball shots. How come, how come we don't ever call them wall ball shots? We just call them wall balls, but they always refer to them as wall ball shots. Wall ball shots. I wrote it down on the board, and I was like, hmm, this is weird. Anyways, 15-minute AMRAP, 19 wall ball shots, 19-calorie row. So for 15 minutes, you're just doing wall balls and you're rowing, two things that everybody loves, wall balls and rows, things that really get people hopping out of the bed and excited for CrossFit in the morning, wall balls and rows. (laughs) Uh, But, uh, I mean, it's actually not that bad of a workout. I mean, honestly, that workout is pacing. I mean, we'll talk more about that in a second, but. So all it is is pretty simple, pretty straightforward. And uh, this afternoon, looks looks like we'll be running heats of five, and a lot of y'all signed up. Wait, did it stop? Uh, this is this is just a this is a good anecdote for life. Like you're just like, hey, you ten seconds, please give me ten seconds. Nope, I needed thirty. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So we've already had uh, five a.m. and six a.m. were small classes. Um. Mm-hmm. We have. Oh shit! Actually, I'm gonna be able to tell you right now. No, I can tell you off the top of my head. 32 and 31, 63 people signed up. 63 of y'all signed up for the open. Holy sh- shnikes. Hi, Chloe. Holy shnikes. 
Chris Farley. Chloe, if this was like a pop culture podcast, we'd be unpacking the dynamics of your engagement. So uh, congratulations on that. Um, Holy crap, yes. And, and, and I don't know what you've done to Chris because, uh, uh, I mean, I'm pr- I, I know he finally acted on his feelings. I'm proud of that boy for uncovering his true emotions mm-hmm. and opening up to the world that he loves you and publicly stating it. Yeah. Um, but then what, what, concerned me, what concerned me more was uh, the, like yesterday or something. Chris, I don't know that Chris, so Chloe, I don't know if Chris knows this. Facebook shared that he was watching Umbrella Academy on Netflix. Which, fine, and it looks like a fun show, but it doesn't seem like something he would be publicly putting out into the world. I mean, it seems kind of cool. It does seem pretty cool. But but this is is the man that won't even admit he likes something when you see him enjoying it. (laughs) Yeah. You know the episode of the there's an episode of the office where uh, when they launch the Dunder and Dunder Mifflin Infinity website, Stanley starts dancing. Okay, and, Chris. And Phyllis is uh Phyllis is sitting across from him and goes, Stanley, you're dancing, and Stanley stops and goes, No, I'm not. <laughs> Chris, that's you. Not. Okay, that's you. You're sitting there grooving to the music. We're like, Oh, you like this? You go, Nope. So uh c- congratulations, Chloe. Yes. He loves you. We've always known he loves you. Um, six four rounds. Proud of him six, for six rounds, for admitting it. I don't know why he told you to watch on Facebook while he's watching on on Instagram. Um, seems like he got the better deal with the the prism filter. Uh, uh, you wanted to join us on the Bifrost. But yes, congratulations, Chris and Chloe. I don't understand this comment, Chloe. Um, uh-huh. And and th- oh, are you saying on Facebook his Facebook status? Oh, boy. Yeah. So we're not going to get into that. That seems like relationships. So let's get back to the fact that we've got 63 people <laughs> signed up for the Open. Um, which, yeah, you can just X out of that. Sorry, leaving that up. So with 63 people, I mean, this is the, big, the biggest showing I think we've ever had. I think so. Which well. is very, very exciting. So um, we're going to need more rowers. <laughs> well, that's going to be a part of our – we're going to have a segment on why Ben hates the Open. Um, but we're going to start with why the Open's amazing because although Ben does hate the Open, um, it is not anything for like what y'all are able to take from it. Um, I think the Open is incredibly powerful. I think the Open is an incredible opportunity, and I think the Open every single week, even in week five when 60% of people don't show up, it's still an amazing event to behold and to watch and be a part of because of the community coming together. And the same way you get that high by competing, like stepping yeah. out on the competition stage, and even if it's an amateur, like a, a scale competition, you get that high of like there's a judge and your mm-hmm. reps count and they're verifying that you're doing it right. Everyone's watching. Um, and then you're getting cheered on and you realize that nobody will ever say, man, you really sucked. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what everyone's worried nobody about. Nobody in the history of the Open, at least at Black Wolf, I can't speak for other gyms, and the stories we hear, maybe they do say that. Mm-hmm. Um, but never in the history of the Open has someone finished an open workout and someone goes, well, you really mailed it in there, didn't you? <laughs> so Wait, it actually try. It's always always about how awesome you were. Um Do you even CrossFit? And so it's it's uh it's a great great opportunity from the community perspective with 63 people. Oh my god, can you imagine the energy that's going to be in here? Sorry, Chloe. It's going to be nuts. I just, I just went. Oh, yeah. Well, she's watching on maybe that's why she's not listening to the podcast anymore. Probably. She's watching live cuz she can't hear your mouth noises. <laughs> she can't hear your this mouth noises. On Instagram or Facebook Live, but yeah. So with 63, we're gonna have. I mean, wow! I didn't know there was 60 until just now. Uh, this is incredible. 
So yeah, that's amazing. That means Team Joel is going to be about 32, 31 or thirty-two athletes, and Team Miranda is going to be thirty-one or thirty-two athletes. That's should, a, be, should be with us next week. There we go, and that does yes. Miranda uh, and her boyfriend Robert coming down here next weekend. I believe yeah. it's a. I think it's a three-day journey for them because they're from the north, 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 north. I mean, we watched Casey drive from Nebraska, and she made it in a in two days. Yeah, and she brought the cold. And she drove by herself. Nice. Uh, at least Miranda and, and Rob. Well, actually, they probably both have cars, and I bet they both need their cars down here. Probably. Man, that's tough. Mm-hmm. It's how much she likes you guys. It's how much she likes you guys driving all the way down from Kenosha. So she'll be doing this next weekend, getting into the groove that following week, and then hitting it full speed the week after that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's exciting. But she'll be doing this open along with y'all uh, this weekend, obviously not with us in, uh, physically. And uh, next weekend, probably going to miss that as well. So she'll first time working out here in the Open will be week number three. But she'll be your fearless leader the entire way. Now, how we're going to score these teams, I've kind of uh, hinted at that. One, overall participation per team. So if Joel's team has 32 athletes and 24 compete or complete the workout, uh, then we'll find a way to score that. It might be relative, meaning mm-hmm. if Miranda's team has 24 as well, then it's a wash. You know, if Miranda's team has 26, then I don't know, maybe we'll do points per person that participates, something like that. And then the other thing we're going to do is we'll do top three RX, top three scaled each week. Uh, we're not going to score everybody because I don't want you to feel the pressure of like letting the team down. If you come mm-hmm. up against something that just befuddles you and you can't quite make it, hey, you shouldn't be, you know, you shouldn't have to worry that your lower score is going to bring your team down. So we're not going to yeah, let that happen. Right. It's always going to be the people. But then as the weeks progress, we're going to have fun ways to get, you know, because if we do top three each time, even RX or, or scaled, then, you know, a lot of times those same three athletes show up. So mm. what we're going to find ways to do is weight the consistency of the athletes and make it some fun ways. You know, maybe top three scaled athletes to try RX. You know, we're going to try some different mm. stuff over the five weeks so everybody can kind of contribute um and then no matter what if you participate you're going to contribute because we're going to score it based on level of participation per team so be a part of this get signed up if you haven't signed up already we've hinted at it and you you might have heard it if you were in the facebook pre-show or i'm sorry the instagram pre-show when we saw l sign on you know first first like today's not going to have any first well maybe like first rx wall ball maybe yeah i mean but, like, even that person wouldn't think that was that special. So maybe a first RX wall ball. But, like, when the double unders come in, when the muscle-ups come in, when the, the pull-ups come in, it's not a guarantee, but it almost with 63 people, I would say we're guaranteed Some, to see a first of each of yeah, those. Yeah, definitely. And that's really, really exciting. Speaking of first, I, I shared that video of you PRing your clean last year. That was nuts. Can we talk about your mother not knowing it was you and what, what does that mean? <laughs> Who did she think it was? Who else in this gym looks like you? I have no idea. And did she not see the video a year ago? Like, because uh, then she I, commented I, four I, different I, I times thought, about. I thought, she, I thought she was there. I, and I, was she not in the building? I um, she was there. But anyway, that video it, it reminded us of how awesome it can be in here. Check it out. Mm-hmm. Joel PR is clean. What was the weight? That was three fifteen. Three fifteen for the first time, yep. man. And so just send it. Really, really awesome, and that was after. Was that the muscle or the? Uh, that was the dumbbell squat burpee one. That one was gross. That was gross. That gross. Was, that was pretty bad. So I don't. That was, that one, that was a fun one. That was surprisingly fun. Yeah. But I'd say that because I just I did well for myself on that one. But like, what really makes the open better is if you just treat it as another workout. That 
is it. Everyone gets too flustered and crazy. It's like, oh, it's the open. I got to do great. Just, just just do your best like you're supposed to every time. Yeah. 2017 was stressful. 2018 was the best. I mean, I've only had those two opens. Yeah, that's um, true. But still, like, my mindset 2018 was like, it's just another workout. I'm going to do my best. Whatever I do, that's what I get. And I had a fantastic time. People put too much unneeded stress on the open. Like, you're unless you're really going to the games, it's just another workout. Yep. And we're all doing it on a Friday night, and it's a lot more fun. So don't get stressed out about why, the open. In your opinion, why do you think people get, can get so stressed out? I don't know. I mean, t- and understanding, like – I think it's just wanting to perform really well, not wanting to do really bad, not wanting to be at the bottom. Yeah, the the typical reasons. Oh yeah, that that thing. We gotta talk about that. Uh, yeah, I think I think it's. I don't know what it is. It's just the fact that it's a worldwide competition. Like they hear competition, maybe, and it's like, uh oh, or maybe we're making a big deal, so they're making well, a big I deal. Well, I mean, if you, I, I guess, I, I, if you remember Battle Buddy, people were nervous about that. And I do think it was that competition aspect. And it's, if you've ever done Battle Buddy, you know kind of how ridiculous, ridiculous it is to be nervous of that event. Yeah. Because it's really well programmed. Um, what Chad put together there, it, it caters to every ability. Yeah. Like if you're a fasty, you can still smoke that workout. Mm-hmm. And if you're not a fasty, you get a good workout, but you're not going to get stuck anywhere. Yeah. And you have a partner and all that stuff. And so, but as soon as we attach competition to it, mm-hmm. whoa, whoa, Ben, hey, do you think I should sign up? And you're like, Duh. Yeah, yeah. But then that's almost dis like I don't want to be disrespectful to your concern. And they also also like automatically correlate competition with super duper fit. That's true too. Oh, you're a competitor? That's oh, true you're too. Yeah. You must be a monster. Yeah, and I, I think we talked about this before. You know, doing a crossfit competition, it's really no different than doing a five K. Mm-hmm. If someone said, Hey, I'm running a five K, would you go, Oh, oh, you're an Olympic runner? Yeah. Like, no, you wouldn't are you gonna try to win? Um I there was a sitcom I used to watch called Rules of Engagement. It has uh, Patrick Warburton, David Spade in it. Um, occasionally, the reruns were on TBS. I think it's hilarious. I don't think it's on Netflix anymore, but I, oh, I, used, to, I, remember that show. I used to watch it like every single day. It's just a, it's a bad sitcom. Like it's 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 funny. Um, anyways, there's this one of the scenes, kind of the dopey guy. They sign up for a marathon, and he's like, "Hey, if we're gonna win this thing," and the other character's like, "Win? We're just trying to finish." <laughs> but that's what like a CrossFit comp is. Like yeah. you're not trying to win. Yeah. So yes, some people are absolutely. But if you sign up, like it's a five k, it's a it's a half marathon. You're not trying to win a half marathon. When you run a half, you're running against yourself. Like yeah. everybody's really good at accepting that. Like mm-hmm. I I ran a two fifteen. I want to run a two ten. I want to run a two hundred five. Not once have I heard a half marathoner go. Oh, I'm really nervous because I don't think I can win. Yeah. But when I as soon as it's working out, it's like I'm really nervous because I think I'm not going to podium. Well, no, you're not going to podium. <laughs> but that's yeah. that shouldn't even be like. Why is that even on your yeah. mind? Not a, not a real concern. And then there's the open where it's like, you weren't going to regionals anyways. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. Chill out. Chill out. It's just, just chill out, bro. It's just a workout. Everyone's watching. That's it. That's it. Well, I think you got to be careful there because <laughs> I think that's the real thing. That's, that's it. It's the everyone's watching. It's definitely that. That's but, the, that added pressure. Everyone's watching. And that's a real pressure. Oh, we shouldn't yeah. dis- discredit that. I think anybody would get nervous towing the starting line of anything where someone's going to watch be able to watch you the whole time let me let me go ahead and tell you something unless someone loves you and even then but like unless someone really is into you nobody's going to watch you for more than 10 seconds there's so much going on it is very boring to watch the same person do 19 wall balls 
Like, I don't think my eyes stay on the unless I'm counting for them. I don't think I watch an athlete do an entire set of, of more than five reps. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a as a spectator, I'm looking around. Yeah. So stop yeah. stop being so egotistical. Nobody wants to look at you that much. That They're just they just want to tell you good job. We people want to cheer you on. Mm-hmm. People want to to help you move and encourage you. Okay. So uh, get signed up if you haven't already. If you are signed up, we got a big night tonight. Yeah. Got yeah. a big big night tonight. Real quick, this awesome painting. This was a gift. Jim Rat. This was a gift from Matty Garcia's dad. He uh he painted it for me. And uh I can't cool. believe how amazing it is. I mean so good. this thing, and if you're listening, um it's a canvas print, or it's not a print, it's a can it's on canvas. Yeah. It's like it's it's actually the same size that we brought back from uh painting with a twist. But uh the difference is Matty's dad's actually an artist. So he painted Actually, a pretty bomb ass Mickey Mouse, a yeah. swole Mickey, a Jack Mickey Mouse. Yeah, Mickey Mouse is jacked. Got some Joel inspired sh- uh, footwear on. Yeah, yeah. Some Joel's cake. favorite reflective colors. Yeah. And then a yo mini. And it says Jim Rat uh, around Mickey's head, and then it's got the Black Wolf BW nice. on the bottom right of it. Check that out, IG. I mean, one. I don't get a lot of gifts, so it was already a lot really meaningful from that perspective. But two, it's a gift that's custom. I mean, he made this one, out of nothing. One of one. And you know what's funny? I thought Jessica Garcia did I, this. Jay Garcia. I was like, oh, she shit. She signed it Jay Garcia. She's an artist? We got ourselves a Jay Garcia as well. It all, it all makes sense. So uh, thank you, Madeline. Please tell your dad again how much this means to me. It really it means a lot. It means a lot to me. So thank you so much for that. Um I want to kind of go into what what to expect tonight. I want to go into what we have. I I I guess it's not a sexy workout. Let's just throw that out. Well, there. I'm wondering, should I complain now or should I complain later? We've already been very positive, so I just get it out like my little. No, you should complain now. Okay. What you complain about? <sighs> I hate the open. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. People should know that. Yeah. Um, I it's hate no big, the open. It's no big deal. It's. I've done it for I've run it it's not y'all. in every gym I've been yeah it's not y'all at all I love what the open does it's one of those things where I dread it and then it happens and the overwhelming amount of energy offsets the negative but before week one and then about week four it comes back because I'm just tired um I hate the open I hate the preparation I hate the unknown uh, and not even as an athlete it, it, although I have feelings on that as well. You know, from the affiliate perspective, we're at the whims of HQ. And so mm-hmm. today, for example, we got 63 people. I got five rowers. I got five rowers. Hey, mm. I don't mind that there's rowing in a workout. Why well, has got to be the 15-minute workout? Yeah. Why can't the row be in the 10 or the 8-minute workout where we could get more heats in quicker? Yeah. You know, um, we're at the whim of HQ. If they want to dump six different movements in the same workout for a 30-minute Metcon, they're allowed to do that, you know. Jeez. Um, and really, the rower, the only other things we've run into, the dumbbells, you know, the number of dumbbells needed. And so being at the whim of HQ, it's very, it, to me, it gives me anxiety because you have to wait Thursday night. And literally, because we're, we're running at 5 a.m. And so we have to wait till 7 p.m. Thursday. Mm-hmm. And then maybe we find out. And then when we do find out, we have to figure out a way to facilitate it. Yeah, It always works out. It always works out. Um, 
You know, when I found out who was going to be one of the people working out for the announcement, I was like, oh, shit, this is going to be a grinder of a workout. Who? who? Sam Briggs. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, Sam Briggs. Well, and you know what's weird? And I don't know your feelings on this. So, I don't understand why they're not, they didn't hype that announcement. Um, I don't know. Like, why did they, like, I agree with everything they've done in terms of cut back on the media, don't promote the games as much, it's about health and wellness. But if you're going to have an event, promote the event. That that was a weird one. Because they they had three live. It was three different, like Brazil, France, and UK. But they didn't talk about it once. Yeah, I didn't didn't think there was going to be an announcement. (laughs) Kirby's the one that told me, and she said who who the person was. I was like, wait, what? Can you believe they laid off Rory? What? McKiernan doesn't work for HQ anymore. What do you do? No, it's the, the media team layoffs. <laughs> and Tyson Oldroyd, who what? Miranda's ex-husband, um, who's been well, a part of HQ for a really long time. They know something. <laughs> I think they're. I think they're. They're. I, I would have to believe they're like good personalities. They were amazing personalities. Huh. Mm, Cross is doing some weird stuff, yeah, like Roy versus Boz. Yeah, yeah, I was just gonna bring, say that. But they're not doing that this. Year. I mean, obviously, maybe they knew. I mean, mm. and maybe that's why they didn't hype it because Roy wasn't gonna behind the, be behind the mic. They didn't have a switch. Castro's not gonna travel. I mean, their their MCs were kind of boring. Yeah, it just I, I, from what I glanced. I at. just feel like they could have done a better job, even within the parameters. Like, I mean, the the footage wasn't that great. Like, nothing was. Just, it's like, like they were trying to impress upon us how they really did cut back on media. Yeah, exactly. It's like you still own the equipment, right? Yeah. Like there's still at least one person knows how yeah. it works, right? Where the hell's Heber at? Um, is Heber? Heber? I don't know. Heber? I've, I've never heard anybody actually say it. <laughs> H cannon. I read it all the time. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was, it was interesting. But yeah, Sam Briggs is like, oh, it's going to be a grinder. Yeah, so from the logistics perspective, you know, tonight 63 athletes are going to be able to run five at a time. So that's. Mm, let's see how many heats is that? Twelve heats at the least. Thirteen heats. Sixty-three. 13 well, heats. not everybody comes tonight. We've already knocked out six, eight people. Okay. So now we're down to fifty-five. Mm-hmm. So eleven heats. But I have to run them every seventeen minutes. Yeah. So basically, three heats an hour. Mm-hmm. Eleven heats. That's four hours. Jesus. Thanks, CrossFit. We got a jack a rower from somebody. But they need the rower, too. <laughs> yeah, they need them, too. Like, that's what's tough about this. That's what's tough. And and then you want to take a step further. There's this bullshit behind the scenes. Like, I've got to take the judges course. And I've uh, got to pay. And it's only 10 bucks. Okay, not a big deal. It's bullshit that it's still paid. Like, one, we're not sitting away to the games. Okay? Yeah. I've never once counted for a regional athlete. You know, you might not even have to take it. Yeah, I do. I read. I oh, I thought I wouldn't have to. But oh, it, yeah, if you're an affiliate owner. If you're the it? manager. Yeah, affiliate manager. That's what Believe me, last night I was about to text you like, you're the manager. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, new job. Uh, you got to take this thing. Now, here's the problem. Here's the problem. It's not about what you know. It's about gaming the video. And then now, as I showed Joel this morning, it's about navigating bugs. Joel yeah. and I both watched the muscle-up video, and we – I'm sorry, man. We counted all the good reps and all the bad reps, and it still said it didn't count. Like, that was weird. But like, but it's a problem now. I have to deal with whether I have to contact HQ or guess Ugh. until I get it right. It's unnecessary. It's too many combinations. It's unnecessary. Honestly, man, 
I'm a level two. Like, okay, if I get my level three, do I not have to take the judges course? Yeah, you had to do spot the flaw on that stupid test. Like level four, <laughs> do I not have to take the judges course? This is ludicrous. One, that the judges course still exists because yeah. nobody's ever learned from the judges course. And if someone did learn from the judges course, they shouldn't be judging. You think it's you have to do it every year and they throw like the movements that are going to be in the open every year? It's the same. Uh, I haven't paid it that close attention, but I don't think so. Know, like, if I went, it would be hard to remember going back, but I do not think that's true. Because okay. I think pistols are in the judges' course every year. Okay. 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 That'd be cute if that was. I don't think they do. I think they just waste your time. They wouldn't be that dumb. They just waste your time. They just waste your time. That's it. Goodness. So, judges' course, worrying about logistics, all this stuff. Then, finally, the final piece. Like, everything's on us. Mm-hmm. HQ doesn't help with anything. So we're promoting. We're encouraging people to pay HQ $20. We're encouraging. Yeah. Technically, we're supposed to encourage anybody counting to be a judge. I never do that because I think it's bullshit. Like, we're doing all the promotion to get people to pay HQ, and they're just making it difficult. Yeah. Like, now that you there's no regionals, mm-hmm. they should write these workouts for the most amount of people to do it at one time. Yeah. Definitely. There's no regionals. This doesn't matter for mm-hmm. every, literally, except for one man and one woman in America. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. And guess it's going to be nuts. Matt Frazier. So already, zero He's men going. for no men and one woman in America. The open matters. And teams can't do open. You see that? I didn't see. I don't know anything about well, that. Well, I mean, I just off of Rich Froning's post. He's like, well, teams aren't allowed, don't, don't qualify to do open workouts. Well, they cannot qualify through the open. So... He put on his story, vote on my story if I should do the open. Uh oh, might be might be Matt uh, Rich Froning. No, I think Matt Frazier. Rich is back. Rich is back. Rich is back. The goat. Rich is back. Yeah. See the goat though. I don't know. It's just, and you know, it's funny. I was talking to talking to my. You're talking to Rich. (laughs) I was talking to Rich. Actually, Homer was talking to Rich the other day. Our boy Homer's good friends with Rich. That's Um, that's cool. Yeah, they went to college together. Bring them by, Homer. Um, Tennessee Tech. Uh, I was talking to my therapist last night, and and I by the way I am intentionally saying that because I wanted I I I decided or I, I think that because when when I hear someone at least before I went to therapy if I heard someone well my therapist said I automatically was like you're fucking crazy like you're not a sane person you told your therapist that no or your therapist told you that no I'm saying that oh. if if like a year ago if right no actually it's been therapy long enough like three years ago you were like. Well, when I was talking to my therapist, I'm like, uh-oh, Joelle's got a screw loose. Yeah, a therapist? And, and so, I mean, I'm as, as at fault as anybody else in terms of not normalizing therapy. But um, so I figured if I say, you know, as much as possible, like what I speak to my therapist about. But I told him last night, the open makes me feel burned out even when I'm not burned out. Uh. Because it's extra. We have to be here. For, I, I have to be here five Fridays in a row. Mm-hmm. Real, real kick in the pants when I have a weekend off, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. And then it obligates coaches, like, I mean, you're participating, and we're going to set it up, and we got better last year at us being less involved to where, because a few years ago, it was like we were counting everything and, like, running around and being really Mm hands-on. And so it's gotten a little bit more manageable, but it's five weeks in a row for an event that's not ours, and it's a great event, but it's and it's community building, but we already build community. It's Mm -hmm. just this extra thing, man. 
And so now that I'm actually, actually burned out, actually burned out, now that I'm actually a raw nub that is largely ineffective in anything I do because I'm, I, I'm at my wit's end. I wouldn't say you're ineffective. Well, I'd say you're pretty effective. Well, it doesn't feel like it because I want to die. And so... Not die-die. It's... Like, take a nap. <laughs> like, take a it's, nap. It's something that... It's damn near too much. Mm-hmm. And... And that's on me because it's about delegation and we can work our way around it. We see it coming. Hey, guess what? It's coming again in the fall. It's coming in again in the fall. We have two opens this year. Damn, that's, yeah, that sure is right. So super duper fun. But those are my complaints. That's just me venting. It's an amazing event. Getting it done. It's a lot like any event we host where there's a lot of frustration. But overall, oh my gosh, the good that comes from it far outweighs the negative. If I lose my mind over this and y'all have a good time, it's worth it. It's absolutely worth it. Um, so have a good time, folks. Yeah, have a great time. Have a good time. And then uh, personally, the Open is not my favorite because just because of where I've been at, you know, every year since becoming an owner in 2012, I've gotten farther and farther away from my ideal fitness. And the Open is just a reminder of me not living the best that I can. And that's personal. Um, and But I, I wanted to put that out there because I think it can be a reminder to y'all as well. I'm sure there's people that struggle with that as well. Mm-hmm. Whether it's you had these great plans that next year's open, you were going to be better prepared. or uh, And that's less serious because I think we all – we all get smoked in an open workout. We're like, you know, what? next year I'm gonna have my muscle ups. Next year I'm gonna have unbroken double unders. And then you know, the next year comes and there's always something you're like, man, I wish, I wish I had paid more attention. Unbroken yeah. wall balls stay. Next year I'm gonna have twenty, uh, a twenty rep working capacity on wall balls. Mm-hmm. So then nineteen would be no problem. Then you get there like, ah, oh, ten and nine, twelve and six, or twelve and seven. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for others of us you know, that fall completely out of working out or we fall way out of our routine. And we have some people that have made their way back recently. It's a real big reminder of like, man, I remember when I was good at the open. I remember when I'd have top scores in the open, you know, mm-hmm. for, for the gym, not, not not for the region or the city, not for the neighborhood. <laughs> um, congratulations. You're the 3,009th fittest in the Heights. <laughs> so um, – I remember when I used to be good at this stuff. You know, I remember when I used to turn in the best score, at least for one of the workouts. Yeah. And then the next open comes and go, I will not even be on the top ten. And it, it, it is ego, and you got to check your ego, but at some point yeah. it does wear on you. And so not my favorite time of year. I'm really happy for everybody that takes part, but, like, you guys have seen me. As soon as the event's over, I go in the closet, and I just hide. And then I wait till everybody leaves. And so – it's going to be a great year. 63 people. We are going to kill it. We're going to fill this place with energy. Um, but those are those are the downsides from my perspective. Um, but let's get positive. Let's, let's get, get back positive. to the positive. Um, tonight, what we're going to do is we're going to start early. So what we'll do is we're actually going to make the 530 class. And don't worry. If you're coming to 530 as not an open participant, you're still going to get a workout in. Mm-hmm. Because the workout we have written for non-open participants does not involve the rower. Okay, but what we're going to do, I'll send an email out here after this podcast, if you're not listening live, that you are welcome to arrive at 530 and begin signing in and warming up, and we will run the first heat when we run the first heat for the class, and that way we start, that way we're not here until 10 o'clock. Yeah. Okay, um, so we'll get an hour early, that would suck. and I, I would imagine we'll have 40 people tonight, not 60, 
um, because we're going to have people at 8.30 that get counted. We have people at 4.30 getting counted, 5.30 getting counted. So if we have 40 people, uh, that's that's eight heats. And so every 17 minutes or so, 80, uh, 56, 136, two hours and 15 minutes, two hours and 16 minutes. Okay, so that is much more feasible. Yeah. Um, that's an 8.45 finish instead of a, a 10.15 finish. And so I think we're going to be fine no matter what, but what we'll do is we'll create the opportunity. We'll encourage people to come to the 5.30 class to get it done a little bit earlier. Um, anybody that can get here before work and then still running the bulk between 6.30 and 8.30. Okay, so that's how we'll make that adjustment. What is your uh, strategy on this workout? What is, okay, first of all, what is your strategy and then what do you think the average strategy should be? Uh, well, I think... That is, just so everybody knows, including Joel, that's two very different things. Almost, almost, actually almost the same. Pace the road to go in broken in wall balls because... You can't go any faster on wall balls. I mean, sure, you could bomb your squat, but that's not going to be recommended. The goal would be to go unbroken there, so you got to be steady, eddy on wall balls, focus on your breathing, so then pace the road to allow that. The road is where you recover from your wall balls. It's, and I could say that because it's very similar. It's, it reminds me of one of the workouts I did for this, for TFX. It was, wall, it was rowing, cleans, wall balls. The, 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 wall, the row is where you recovered that's where you caught your breath again that way you can move go unbroken in the cleans unbroken in the wall balls so some of y'all are going to feel like you're going to be going slower than you need to on the row and that's okay because you need to save it for the wall balls because the wall balls is what gets you the row you can speed up or slow down wall balls there's only one speed you got there and you just you have to focus on your breathing squat and throw stay calm you get to 10, you do five more, you get to 15, you do four more, you're at 19. Uh, easier said than done, but honestly, it's pacing the row. That's 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 what's going to make or break you, your ability to pace your row to allow you to go unbroken in the wall balls. And that's my game plan. Pace the row to go unbroken in wall balls. Yeah, That's going to be the most important you know, thing. Uh, we, we, were, we were talking this morning in the five and six with the athletes, and I – I had the 5 a.m. I had partner one do 10 calories, and I had partner two do, two do 10 calories. And then I went, because that's 20 for mm -hmm. those math majors out there. Um, <laughs> and then I changed the units back to meters. Mm -hmm. And 20 calories was anywhere between 320 and 360. For, yeah, that makes for the, sense. For the different ability levels we had in the building. So um, the the point in saying that is, I think it's it's sometimes a mistake to have my what because what I do and I make this mistake so let me preface it. The mistake I make is that a comment. Um, she, CJ, unbroken first two rounds of wall balls and then twelve and seven. Okay, so his first two rounds were unbroken. Then he went twelve wall balls. Yeah, he did it. Balls. Yeah, he did uh, six rounds. Four was four reps this morning. Well done. Good job, Chris. Good, Good job. job, Chris. Where are you working out, Chris? Yeah, comment. I, I thought I. It's I not thought Big D. I thought we had ruined all other boxes for you. <laughs> it's not Big D. I know he said he wasn't going to go there. He said he ruined all D. other men for you. Um. So we what? used. I didn't think about it at five a.m. during six a.m. And it was from Suzanne Sass. So hey, Suzanne, your Sass finally paid off. <laughs> um, she used the screen, the first screen, where you can see meters and calories. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because. If you watch meters, mm -hmm. you don't get baited into pulling so hard. Yeah. Because calories don't constantly turn over. Mm -hmm. When you when it doesn't turn, you pull the next one harder. Yeah. And I think you have to have a great discipline not to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if you're watching meters and you're getting the, the the kind of serotonin response of like meters are coming off. Yeah. You see that your pulls are actually contributing to. I think you can slow down. Or not slow down, but pull, not be as aggressive. Mm-hmm. 
Um, the other thing we talked about was damper setting. Yeah. So, and you know, I haven't had like a explicit conversation about this, but we both have c- brought the damper down and on yeah. our own rowing. Um, and it started with Clint two years, yeah. a year ago. Yeah. And him mentioning he only rows on a four. Yeah. Four. And that's, that's a, where, that's where I keep And it. that's a big dude. And yeah. like, if anybody's gonna be on a 10, it should be a guy that's six foot four, 250 pounds. Yeah. And, and he was that's like, what he no, is. I don't row anything above a four. Good, good, good. It'll last. That'll that'll last for sure. Oh, I didn't charge it last night. That's why. Um, that'll definitely last. So if a guy that's six foot four, two hundred fifty pounds, of finely tuned muscle is rowing on a four, then maybe your ass should be rowing on a four. And but then I learned something when we did when y'all when what was that team competition in Kingwood that Angie and Kirby and Summer and Erica that that was the. Um that was one at the Honda Civic Center. I always forget what it's called. Anyway, Wad of Gods, God Wads. No, 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 no. Wad Gods. Wad. War. Wad Wars. Wad Wars. War, war, war of Wads. Wad war wars. of the Wads. Wads of the Wars. Something like that. Anyways, I messed up by wad telling wars. Erica and Summer to lower their damper setting, but they're not efficient rowers. So they weren't at that time. They weren't as smooth as I think they'd become. Yeah. If you're a shitty rower, basically, up the damper. Yeah. If you don't have the technique, which, by the way. Just listen to your coaches and you'd have the technique. But if you find yourself pushing through your tippy toes, if you find yourself not using your posterior chain, using those yeah. quads, then I do think jump starting the row with an early bicep pull does keep you more competitive. Okay. But if you slow your ass down and row correctly, you need to lower that damper setting. And I always reference it was not just Clint, it was then I went on that date with that the the University of Michigan rower that used to like, like to mock CrossFit. And she was like, mm-hmm. I love when I'm in the corporate gym and a CrossFitter's <laughs> on the rower and she's like, Put the resistance on ten and I just start laughing at her. And I was like, Well that's a little rude. Um oh my God, is that sparkle on you? Uh, like yeah, when it yeah, moves kinda, kinda look at that. Joel sparkling. There you go. Um I rode on a four, steady Eddie. That's what he said. There Vanessa you go. said Wad Wars. Thank you, Vanessa. There you go. Um, and so w- lower the damper setting because yeah. what happens on the heavier – the reason you feel strong at 10 is because you're pulling with the bicep early, okay? Well, guess what you need? You need your arms to feel good for the wall balls, okay? Yeah. The rowing is already going to make the arms burn when you do it correctly. It's just like a wall ball. Mm-hmm. Joel, if he doesn't stand up quickly, he's got to use his shoulders to push the ball. Yeah. But if he stands up quickly in the early rounds, his shoulders won't burn until the later rounds. Now, at some point, everything burns. Like, at some point, you got to use everything. Mm-hmm. But when you're fresh, you know you can jump that ball to the target. Well, on the rower, if you row on a heavier damper setting, yes, you might be getting more calories per pull or whatever, but you're sacrificing. Okay, you're sacrificing that energy and that by doing it inefficiently. And so lowering that damper setting and getting your technique right is going to allow you to operate for longer into this workout. Yeah. Um I feel like le- the lower damper setting versus high damper high damper setting is almost like using an RPM rope to learn double unders versus using an RX jump rope for double unders. You got to get it right. You got to get it you got to you got to you could feel the double unders with the RX rope. You can't feel it with the RPM. So if you don't have that double under technique you shouldn't use an RPM jump rope. Well, because in what you're talking about is on a 10, you, feel that you get tension on the chain sooner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
on a four, if I'm too fast, yeah. I don't get tension on the you're chain. You're gonna fall off. You don't, and you don't get any pull. Yeah. You'll come halfway out before you catch. Yeah. Yeah. And you're supposed to catch from the pull. Mm -hmm. And so on a ten, I don't have to be efficient. I can be sloppy in, yeah. and I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get a good catch on the way out. Yeah. But on a four, and so, but then the question is like, well, if I'm gonna be sloppy, then I might need to do a ten. Yeah. Don't. No. That's not the lesson here. No. The ch the lesson is a challenge. The challenge is do it right. Yes. Okay. And so you need to slow your roll on the way in. In fact, why don't you watch some rowing videos before you come in today? Okay. Watch their cadence. Yeah. It's a strong rowers are strong people. Yeah. The men and women who row are strong as hell. You know what they're not doing? They're not rushing in. The yeah. reset is almost peaceful. Yeah. The reset is almost it's so I follow I follow Clemson rowing on Instagram and I follow uh, Longhorn UT rowing on Instagram. And when when they're in the barn on the ergs, it's so it's almost relaxing because it's long and strong, and then yeah, it dies. Yes, and then he reset, reset, reset. It's so I mean it's a lullaby. And like if if athletes if our athletes today go to greenstarcrossfit.com and watch the replay and watch how everyone rows, no one is going in out in out in out. Nobody's going in out. Hard out, slow in. Hard out. Slow. And what does that also allow? Sorry, it allows for breathing. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. know? Because if I'm not breathing. Where's my breath? Mm -hmm. It's gonna be <laughs> You can sound like a dog. Like I said, the row is where you're gonna unfortunately is where you have to catch your breath. Well and then the final thing. Okay. So, you know, you can row a one thirty five hundred. But if you row so a one thirty pace or you yeah. row a two minute pace for three hundred meters, yeah. The difference isn't that big. Yeah. The difference is in you being able to stand up and operate. Mm -hmm. If you row a two-minute pace, you're going to be able to pop. By the way, two-minute 500 pace yeah. for 300 meters. Okay, mm -hmm. so you're still done in well under two minutes. Yeah. All right, you're you're going to be able to get up and operate immediately. Mm -hmm. But if you smoke it, you're like, I row a 135. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to row that same pace. Well, congratulations, you're going to beat me by what 10, 15 seconds. Yeah. But then you're going to be on your knees. Mm -hmm. Sucking wind, and I'm be able to walk up to my ball, toss a few times. Like, what's up, bro? Like, yeah. why, why aren't you working yet? Out of breath. So my point is, the reward for rowing hard is not there. Not, not today, folks. Not for 15 minutes. Slow your ass down. Now, if it was just one round for time, absolutely. If this was a six-minute <laughs> workout, this was a four-minute workout, something like that. Yeah. Go. Smoke it. If you're in the last round, you got a minute left. Go. Yeah. But in terms of the first 14 minutes, oh, that hurts so much. Slow your ass down. You remember last year's 8.1 was a row workout. Yep. It was a long one. Yep. Total bar. What was, was it? Dumbbell, it was Dumbbell clean, and jerk. clean and jerk. It was hang, right? Mm -hmm. it was from the hang. It was like five. Like you also needed every five. You small, also needed every five reps. It was, so it was yeah. Or three reps. It was eight. Eight, eight toes to bar. bar. 14, 12 cal row. No, it was eight toes to bar. Then the then the clean and jerk. Then the row. Yeah. I don't know the number on the clean and jerk. I don't. I think I know it was operate. It was alternate every five reps. I yeah. Think it was actually. It was probably ten. It must have been five, ten. Five. Yeah. That was an interesting. It was a fun one. Was, I think it was nice. fifteen minutes as well. It might have been twenty actually. No, that was it was it was it was long. It Ugh. was a long workout. I remember. I actually did that one. Um, <laughs> yeah. That was gross. But yeah. It was the same. But thing. we used that as an example this morning too. Mm -hmm. Fourteen cars for the boys and what? Ten cars for the ladies. Twelve. Twelve. It was twelve. That's closer to a sprint. Yeah. Because that's the other thing. Even if you sprint, five, if you sprint 19 calories in fatigue state, not mm -hmm. fresh, because fresh, I think you could do it fast enough. 
Sprint 19 calories in a fatigue state. You're working for about a minute, probably a little bit more. Yeah. Man, that'd be like running hard for more than a minute and then trying to do stuff. Mm -hmm. That's really hard to do. Now, don't get me wrong. If you're going to the games, that's exactly what you got to do. That's exactly what you got to do. You got to get around every 90 seconds. But we're not going to the games. You, we got to stop taking Rich Froning's philosophy and applying it to ourselves. Yeah. We're not rich. Mm -hmm. You know, we say it all the time. Hey, RX says 135.95. What is that to you? Mm -hmm. Not do 135.95. If Joel would go unbroken, what is the weight where you would go unbroken? Mm -hmm. And so the row needs to be the same thing. What is it relative to you? What can you keep up with? Yeah. What is your pace? But all that being said, guys, no matter what, um, the average score right now is about five plus, about six rounds, right at six rounds for our classes. Um, so if you do that math, that's less than 120 wall balls, and that's less than 120 calories on the row. 120 calories on the row is about 1,200 meters. Well, a, th a little over 1,000. Um, yeah. My point in bringing up those numbers, we do harder stuff than this. Yeah. We, do hard we make y'all do harder stuff than this all the time. Okay, I'm not saying you're going to win this workout, but what I'm saying is if you're in the I don't know if I'm going to survive this workout camp, we do. I make you do worse stuff than this daily. You've done three harder workouts this week than this. No. Everybody can do this workout. Okay, so you should absolutely get in here. It's just absolutely, another absolutely. That's it. It's That's the truth right another there. Another workout. And what's beautiful is that they start you with the wall balls. Yeah. So you can't really mess that up. Like yeah. If you start on the road, you could potentially mess that up. The workout begins with wall Well, so. so that brings me to a, a, a point. The standard of wall ball. Uh-oh. We are really going to have to get on the counters tonight. I try as much as possible to take the, pain, the burden off the counters for, mm -hmm. like, no reps. Yeah. All the way down, all the way up. I would, I mean, if I was worried just about the height of the ball, that's more discrepancy. Like, did I see the line underneath the ball? Did I not see the line underneath the ball? I can argue that until I'm blue in the face. When you're counting for somebody and they're short squatting and you're just going, good job, good job, I want to kill you. <laughs> okay I want to them, kill no. you. It's okay to no rip people sometimes. You ha I mean, it's not okay. It doesn't matter if it's okay. You have to. Yeah. Because I'm staring at you, losing hope in my, my life's work, going, yeah. this is what I've taught you. Yeah. I've taught you that that's the acceptable movement standard. Mm -hmm. This is – the beauty of the Open is that you are forced to hold a standard. Yep. And so, Worldwide. you know, for those of you – and there's a lot of memes out there, and we don't have a huge issue with this. There's a lot of memes out there about – the guy who finishes first in every workout normally then getting last because he actually had to count his reps. <laughs> yeah. I've been in gyms like that. We don't have that. We have a few people that don't count real well, but, but they're not finishing first in classes, so don't stress about that. Um, no, there are some funny memes. There are some really funny memes See, about this, that. There was a Simpsons one, and it was, it was about taking the judge's course. It was like – Oh, the one where he hides and comes out. He falls in the bushes a, and comes back out? No, not that one. It's uh, The Neighbor. Uh, what's his name? The glasses, very religious. Ned Flanders. Yeah, yeah. It's Ned in the window, and he's holding the holding a piece of paper, and it's like whenever you complete the judges' course, and uh, you're gonna judge that guy that's really fast, and and his sign says Christ is watching. But <laughs> 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 I mean, it was like in quotation marks, really fast, because yeah. let's assume this guy is not well. And so poor movement standards on the wall balls today. I that. You know the reason they're first. And this is low-key because people just assume they have them because they don't really check the standard. Mm -hmm. 
your ball has to cross the line. Like I have to see white between the black line and where the ball touches. There has to be at least a speck of white paint because the ball has to be above the line. 19 times. There may be someone tonight that is not able to do that with a 14 or a 20-pound ball. Mm. And it's okay. But what we're not going to do is be like, pity reps. Yeah. Oh, you tried. Oh, you tried. If you don't get a double under, it doesn't count. Like, that's that's just it. That's the challenge. That's the beauty of this. We're here to hold a standard. It's almost a reality check of sorts. That's what it is. And it, but we, we think reality checks are only for, like, bad people. Like, yeah. we all need reality checks. Yes. Some of us are going to discover we are way more awesome than we think we are. Mm-hmm. And some of us might very well discover that we've been lying to ourselves. Yes. And that's that maybe important. my squats are a little bit short. That maybe I'm not as strong as I thought I was. And that's good because you can't let your ego get in the way of progress. Oh, okay. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's, another, that's a good standard. Another standard. Wall balls must start from the standing position. So, you know, some people kind of do like a wall ball clean before going into a wall ball. Well, if they did a proper clean, they'd start from a standing position. Correct, correct. You'll, they would have to end up, yeah, eventually. Yes, you're right. But, yeah. just. I don't know who. The, I do know what you're talking about, like where they kind of, like, hunch over the ball and then yeah. sit and yes. then try. But, like, I would say, like, I don't think there's a single advantage to that. No. Actually, I think I've done that, but it's when I've accidentally dropped the ball. Yeah. Where I'm like, oh, shit. Well, so that's it's actually, that's the it. real standard. Yeah. If you drop the ball, you have to stop it before you pick it up. Yeah. You yeah, can't exactly. even, like, even if you don't go right into the rep, yeah. you can't even catch it on the bounce, and then hold yeah, it. Yeah, I've, I've done that you before. You have to set the ball down. It cannot move, then pick the ball back I've up. I've done that before, so I can see where that stands. We used to have an handy. athlete, and they're not here anymore. I forget who it was, but they used to like do singles on wall balls and play the bounce. <laughs> I feel like that was very recent. They threw it, Goodness. waited for it to drop, caught the bounce. It's like bird box out there. Let's go. What? It's really, really mist- foggy, misty, whichever one you want to call. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, did you see that movie? I did. How was it? Uh, well, I saw it because. Wait, did we talk about this already? It's we, it's people's did, fears. It's, it's the, whatever they fe- fear the most. Yeah, yeah, and it makes them kill themselves. Makes them kill themselves. Yeah, and okay. I and I watched it before it blew up. Like, yeah. I watched it when it came out because my sister's like, "Hey, this new movie came out. Let's watch it." Yeah. And now I think about it, it was all right. The movie wasn't that great. Yeah. I just was able to watch it before the memes. So I think it was. If it's like, if I saw the memes, I'm like, I'm not gonna watch that movie. Yeah. Um, I mean, everyone finally stopped talking about it. But right. I, I started it again. Oh shit! I'm sorry, folks. <laughs> anyway, Joel's gonna start a trend. Everybody's gonna talk about Bird Box. I started talking about Bird Box again. Uh, yeah, no, no. I mean, it was an alright movie. Yeah, I'm not. Gonna, it doesn't matter. I'm not gonna see it. Yeah, you you don't need to watch it. I'm, not gonna see it. It's, I'm watching Narcos Mexico is so yeah. That's that's gonna legit. Pray. Narcos Kiki Kiki is that's uh, Michael Pena. Michael Pena. Oh, I mean, everybody's in love with him right now, and like rightfully so. And then now I listen to the Dax. The he's Dax. Oh, I heard that's good. So Dax Shepard has a podcast, and it's really, really good. Um, Jessica Brock, who I'm going to have on uh, the Feed the Wolf podcast in two weeks, I believe. Oh. Um, we she recommended it to me. We're kind of trying to recommend podcasts to each other, and she recommended um, the Dax Shepard podcast. And I assumed, because you know Dax is a funny guy, so I I, I sold him short. I was like, oh, it's going to just be jokes and like like mm-hmm. dick and fart jokes. It's actually really deep. I listened. The first one I listened to was the Michael Pena one, where he interviewed him right after they filmed, or a while after they filmed Chips. How long is he? Uh, oh yeah, they were both in Chips. And, right. and Dax was the director. He was the director. He of wrote Chips. it and directed it. Okay. So I went back. I'd seen Chips already. Didn't care for it. The movie. The, the movie. I haven't seen it. I grew up watching it. 
the yeah, show. Yeah, imagine the show. The show was amazing. Yeah, old school motorcycles. Um, yeah, I mean, motorcycle cops back yeah. in California. California Chips. Highway Patrol. Um, you watch Chips? But I feel like that was a, a line in a movie. You watch Chips? Like in a funny movie. Maybe, but I don't watch funny movies. Um, but I watched this movie. I didn't like it the first yeah, time. You but chips. then once... But this is a trick with me. If you need me to like something, I need to know something about someone involved, and then yeah. I'll love it. Because okay, once I heard them talk to each other and them talk about the dynamics and them talking about the challenges of filming and how yeah. why they did what they did, I watched it again, and I loved it. Michael Penny, he's directed or produced... I don't know if he's directed before? or produced. I feel like he's done something. In that podcast, oh, man, I'm in love with him because he talks yeah. about like... He talks about the money. He goes, yeah, people say I'm a movie star, but, like, I live in an apartment. He's like, I ain't living like that. Because well, me and my wife, we're, we're, we're not doing that. We're not taking the bait. We're not going to go spend all this yeah. because it's fleeting. It might not be there tomorrow. No, that's very – like, one of the podcasts I listen to, like, one of the guys, he's an actor-comedian, Brian Callen. He always talks about how people think actors have this glamorous life, and it's not. You could be up here one day, and the next day you're down here. Like, you ever okay. – That's nuts. So, you know, like, speaking of Brian Callen, it's, it's funny because he came up on another podcast I listened to. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a, he's a well-read, well-read guy. So, well, this is – you know, like we watch Joe Rogan a lot. Yeah. So we know who Brian Callen is. Yeah. Because like we watch Joe Rogan, so we know Brian Callen because he's on that show. He's on, and then we also like Brendan Schaub and Brian Callen on Fire and the Kid, yeah. even though that's not technically the same, but they might yeah. as well be in the same studio because yeah. it seems like the same stuff all the time. Yeah. And so like, to, if someone came in here and was like, "Who's Brian Callen?" It'd be like, "What? Yeah. How do you not know who that is?" Yeah. But if you're not a part of that Joe Rogan universe. Mm-hmm. Then what would you have seen him in? He's in that sitcom right now. Yeah, schooled. But I haven't seen it. So like I only know Before about it. Before it was the Goldbergs, and that's no longer happening. So I haven't even seen that. Spin-off. So it's I've like I've seen an episode of Goldbergs, and it was super funny. But like, if you haven't seen it and you're not a part of this universe, Brian Callen's nobody to you. Yeah. He was in some movies in the '90s, mm-hmm. and then he kind of he never really took. Yeah. But it turned out because he's a stand-up comedian. Like he yeah. does other stuff. Yeah. You know. So I'm listening to the. You uh, like stand-up more. Bill Simmons, the the uh uh. uh my other my other podcast family besides Joe Rogan universe is the kind of Bill Simmons the uh, the Ringer Podcast Network, and they have a, a show called the Rewatchables. Okay. What they do is they take movies that you could always rewatch. Oh, okay. Like, like if it came on TV, like Forrest Gump, you would leave it on. Okay. And so like they recently did Old School, and um, <laughs> yes. And so what they'll do is they'll do a deep dive. They'll do internet research. They call it half-ass internet research. Okay. They'll find out who is supposed to take the role, who didn't take the role. Like they, and they go into like how the movie was accepted. And huh. when you watch it, they all watch it the night before, and they'll talk about how it feels the second time through. Uh-huh. And so like, you know, for some of them, it's like, well, some of the jokes did not age well. Yeah. You know, like you know, saying some derogatory terms that people got away with then that they can't get away with now. Yeah. And then suddenly you're like looking at it through a different lens and all this stuff. One of the movies had Brian Callen in it, okay? And it was funny because they were like, yeah, nothing really worked out for him, did it? And the reason I bring this up is it's weird when people talk about stuff you know, but yeah. they don't know about it. Yeah. And then you're like, no, 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 no. And I'm sure it happens on this all the time. Oh, yeah. I'm sure we talk out of our ass on some things, and then people are at home going, you that's idiots, right. that's not right. Yeah. But like, because like Bill Sim was like, seriously, I don't know that I've, it really, I mean, he's been in some stuff, but it hasn't yeah. really. And one of the guys goes, Wait, isn't he kind of in the Joe Rogan universe? I think it's working out okay, but he didn't know yeah. either. And so, like, yeah. they ended on like Brian Callen didn't work out. Yeah. And I bring this up because I was listening to another show last night. It was a, a podcast, uh, uh, the Ringer podcast on the their their basketball show, and they're talking about Anthony Davis demanding trades from New Orleans. I talked about that already in this podcast. Mm-hmm. And Anthony Davis went to Disney World, so my jam. Yeah. And he said that his favorite park was Hollywood Studios because he wants to go to L.A. 
Uh-huh. And he said his favorite ride in Hollywood Studios was Tower of Terror. And then they go, does he even fit? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> I don't think he wrote it. And they go, it's a tight ride. And I'm sitting there going, no, it's not. It's bench seating. He could easily yeah. fit in. There's no ceiling on it. It's yeah. an open air elevator that falls. And like, it's just weird when people speak of stuff that you know well, like a lot about. Yeah. And then you're just like, because it kind of turned me off. I skipped ahead. Uh-huh. I didn't want to hear any of their opinions about it. Yeah. Because no matter what, it's going to be wrong. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I wonder if y'all skip ahead a lot on what we talk about. It's possible. It's possible. I mean, that's what Brian says. He skips over and we'd go into tangents. So. Well, that's true. <laughs> Let's get back to it. We got a few more minutes. I don't know how we went on this these tangents, but uh, we were talking about the CrossFit Open. Still talking about strategy? <laughs> Are we still yeah, talking strategy? about strategy. Still talking yeah. about strategy. The strategy is you need to show up Brian tonight. Callen. Show up tonight as early as you can. Where are you going with Brian Callen? We're gonna have a recommended. We're gonna have a recommended warm up. Um, we're gonna have a heat schedule, so you're gonna know when you're going. Um, and then we're gonna cheer each other on, count for each other, tell each other they're awesome. So yeah, it's gonna be a fun, fun night. It's gonna be fun. And Joel will be doing the workout with y'all tonight. I'm always fascinated with like hearing hit stories or any 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 of like people I listen to, like any of their stories that I find very successful, like within the usually it's within the community realm, because I listen to Joe Rogan, listen to Fighter and Kid and uh Bill Burr and all that. And they're doing so good right now. Yep. But they always talk about how long it took for that to happen. Yep. And it hasn't always been going well for them. Like they've had to work and work and work and work and it hasn't been the brightest of times for a majority of their life. Yeah. And it's like shit. That's that's just how it goes. Well, and and it's it's interesting you just have to stick to it. Like yeah, like they just they, and they they always talk about how like it was rough times. Like they didn't know how they were gonna make it. Like they were scratching the ground for change and whatnot. They were doing doing any gig they could, and like they're doing well, good now. I, I'll tell you this right now. Nobody knows what we're putting into what we're doing right now. Yeah. Nobody knows. And it's mm-hmm. not their job to know. Yeah. But when this thing continues to, I mean, the rate we're growing right now, mm-hmm. we are, I already know we're something special, but we are going to be publicly something special by midsummer. Like we are going to Oof. be recognized. And yeah. that's going to be kind of the same thing of like, oh, yeah, it just happened. Like, yeah. fuck, no, it didn't. I yeah. wanted to close this place four times now. Yeah. Like, we, we lost the lease on another building. We, we, we've had to fight. We've had issues with the city. We've done, we've been through, we've been screwed out of money by architects. Like, we've been through it all. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, you and me are running all these classes by ourselves. And thank God Matty Garcia is stepping up in the fitness, and now Kim's over there, mm-hmm. because, like, I think that's been a huge relief. You know, and, and we on Sundays when she's in here. And in Amanda that, that on Sundays, I, and I mean, I know she's been gone a lot recently, but, like, regardless, I'm very grateful that there was someone to take Sundays mm-hmm. and that didn't add that seventh day to our schedule, yeah. you know, but when this pops off and we're able to relax and, and take some vacation time and, and get away, people are going to just kind of write it off as like, oh yeah, the business does well. So yeah. man. And so, yeah, what you're saying about those guys for, I see it, I see it in sports all the time where there'll be the star mm-hmm. and then people be like, oh, he's lazy. Yeah. But I, I'm sorry. I'm. I get what you're you're saying. Maybe mm-hmm. he is not wor- currently working, but yeah. like to get to where they are, there's natural born talent's real for sure. Yeah, for some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It exists. It, not everybody it's, has, it's but there, but it sure. exists. You know, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Agreed. Agreed. Yes. But when you're talking about professional sports, mm-hmm. specifically like big professional sports, 
it's not a mistake that they're there. Yeah. Like, and I think I've said this on the podcast. I, there's a guy in New York who did, has a radio show now, and he's been retired out of the NBA for like 10 years. And when he played, he was a bench player. Never, he was a white, tall white guy, mm-hmm. never played. Forget his name. And a caller was talking shit, called in just talking, <laughs> talking about how NBA players are lazy, they don't work very hard, and regular guys could beat them. And this guy, <laughs> he's been retired, didn't play when he was a like, bench player. Yeah. He, the, the call, like, I think the call challenged him to a one-on-one. Yeah. Dude, the, the the radio host smoked him like thirteen nothing three times, yeah, without issue, without yeah. issue, and he hadn't been playing. But the the point is, we di- I don't said appreciate the I've skill. Also said the Open's a great example when the, when the when the CrossFit Games first got on ESPN. What do you think happened? Every chubby dude in Texas was like, "I'm going to the games." <laughs> Every chubby because men are idiots. Men, we're all ego. We're all e- we're like I could do that. I could do I could, that. I could, do that. I could, I could that. be on the TV. They're doing the thing that they're doing better than they're. I could throw a spiral better than Tom Brady. Shut up, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, respect greatness. It's like art. Yeah, it's like art. Tom Brady's about to die. Okay, he's like seventy-two. Enjoy the fact that he's so dominant. Mm-hmm. Sure, you can hate mm-hmm. dominance. That's fine. Enjoy beauty in things. Okay, fandom is ridiculous. Fandom is absurd, okay? But let's get back to the point. When the games aired on, on ESPN, I think 2011, 2012. 12 or 13. I think it was 12. 12. I, I watched first, 13 where they first, had the log. Yeah, first year was 12, I believe. Because immediately, they go on TV, immediately dudes start coming in and be like, I want to go to the games. <laughs> okay. It's like, next year I'm going to the games. And like, have you done cross before? Nope. What have you been doing for working out? I don't know. Bench press? Bench. Squat. I'm like, you're not going to the games. Some pull-ups. And that's why I started getting the analogy of like supersets, bro. Just because you go out and, and you're a great, just because you go out on Thursday and can throw a spiral doesn't mean mean you're playing in the NFL. Yeah. Like if your boy, if your 30 year old friend threw a spiral on Thanksgiving Day <laughs> and then goes, yeah, man, I'm gonna play for the Texans next year, you would all know it's a joke. Yeah. But we disrespect professional athletes. We don't understand. They're there we for a reason. Disrespect celebrities, like yeah. because celebrity it gets that bad name. Yeah. But the re- they are even the most like. I don't like Logan Paul. I don't yeah. like the content that the, the YouTube group, the Pauls, have put out. I don't mm-hmm. like pranks. I don't like any of that stuff. Yeah. But you know what? They learned the game, and yeah. they worked their ass off at it. They're popular. No they're, matter what. It wasn't yeah. a mistake. You don't PewDiePie, whatever. You don't have that. It's consistency mm-hmm. over time. Yeah. It is hard work. Over and, time. And the other day, uh, the, 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 the podcast or the, uh, the, the vloggers that I always talk about, Madison and I watched in Tim Tracker, someone made a comment about like, yeah, my life would be easy too <laughs> if all I did was travel and go to Disney. No, it's like, first bro. of all, homeboy, that boy works from 5 a.m. to 2 p.m. every single day. Mm. Then he does the vlog. Yeah. So, yeah, they're getting paid from YouTube. That, but for 10 years, he worked all day. And just recently, he's been able to step back. Yeah. We always disrespect the journey, but the journey is all we have, so we should respect the journey in, in others. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know what doesn't matter? Your actual achievement. Your achievement yeah. doesn't matter. It's the work you put in to get there. Yeah, because whenever you do achieve it, what's next? That's it. So if you cheated to get there, it's empty. Yeah. It's empty. empty. achievement. You got to work hard, folks. And you can't replicate it because you cheated. Yep. So we do disrespect that journey all the time, and those guys, it's – it's funny because actually you just played to another my, – my old point, which was like my Ryan Rosillo was talking about how he was at an ESPN event and they invited Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura because it was in L.A. 
and he didn't know who they were. I mean, he yeah. knew kind of who they were. Like yeah. I've seen their 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 preview special yeah. on Netflix. But like he was like, yeah, isn't his name Bert? Like he was yeah. asking his producer, and I was like, how do you not know the, who these two guys are? Yeah, you know. But he was like, yeah, and he just kept taking his shirt off, and then <laughs> yeah, and then he walked up to Stephen A. Stephen A. Smith was the host of the event. And he was like, I saw Theo Vaughn last night. Hey, Stephen, you saw like I went to go see Theo Vaughn last night. He where? was at the Improv. How'd it go? It was funny. That's pretty cool. It was, it was funny. I, I want. I need. A, I want to start going to comedy shows more. Yeah. So like, I saw that he was coming into town. Like on Instagram, I was like, "Buy the ticket." So I went to go see I'd it. be interested if you start going to like just local shows. If you if you'd still like it. I, I I've seen that on Tuesdays they do open mic night. I wonder what after because the like in the comedy world they're always talking about crazy people go to open right. mic night. So I'm curious to see what crazy people on open mic. I've been to one night. comedy show. Bobby Lee's coming. Okay. Joey Diaz is coming. Eddie Griffin's coming. Okay. Um. Who else is um. What's his name? Um, he was the voice. No, no, I'm sorry. He was. Wears glasses, curly hair. Um, what's very? Uh, he's he's always, he always plays a funny character. Caretop? Not Carrot Top. Um, damn it. Andy Dick. He wasn't. She's out of my league. Man, I forget his name, but if you you, you know his name, I know you know. His oh, name. from Silicon Valley. Yeah. T.J. Miller. Him. He's coming. I've never seen a stand-up though, but he's a funny guy. He's a funny guy. There's a few people coming. I'm like, I want to go to all these. But shows. I'm wondering about Bobby like, Lee's coming. like, like if you would like, like amateur comedy because like I went and they had amateur openers. I don't remember who the act was because it was whoever I was dating at the time was very excited about it. And I was not a great show, <laughs> um, and I felt bad because I was just like not funny because every amateur just did blowjob jokes. <laughs> That's all they had. They just did a bunch of blowjob jokes. Yeah. The men and the women. I was just like, is this the go-to? It's the the plan B. They're not laughing at my jokes. This is what I got to throw in there. It it was it was not great, and then it put me off because I'm like bomb jokes, bomb. I think they call them bomber jokes or yeah, something like that. Like if you're if you're bombing, this is go to this. Just go, go to, to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it made me think they were bombing even more. Um, yeah, but fun. no, that's I, I've been I've been trying to follow like who's coming to town mainly because I was I I always want to check like if there's anybody I can get tickets for you to go see. But um, I think comedy would be would be a pretty interesting kind of hobby to pursue, like in terms of watching, like like yeah. the way people go to sport, like sport mm-hmm. ball. Yeah. Um, it'd be cool to to go to amateur comedy if you found it to be satisfying. Yeah. If it's trash. Okay. Three if it's trash, then yeah. yeah. I don't know. You say yeah. thirty two? No, three minutes. Three till. Three till. Oh, I was like, okay, we're done. Yeah. No. No. Three Which till. We probably are done. Let's. Yeah. We can wrap it up. I think we. I think we talked about some good stuff. Yeah. Shout out to Maddie's dad. This painting's amazing. Awesome. Uh, shout out Lulu. Uh, Sar. Oh, that's it. You want you can continue on that one. I saw I saw the performance. It was great. Last two minutes. Last two minutes. You what did you? Th- how was it? It was it was awesome. It was a cool show. It was all art, everything. Uh, in town, local artists and out of town artists. Apparently, photography, paintings, uh, uh, poetry. Uh, I think not. Was it? No, not slam poetry. Poetry. Uh, dance. People dancing. So oh, obviously, show. obviously, your favorite thing was dance house fitness the, professional dance team. Man, so this has, it's also an embarrassing. An embarrassing story for me as well. You'd did be, you get up on very, stage? You'd be very disappointed. Did you get up on stage? I did, but I did nothing. Because <laughs> I was like, uh, uh, uh. I like froze. I was again. I went shy mode. Like people were like, "What? What was the?" But my, I got on stage because the, I knew the the MC. She oh. recognized me. She's like on the mic out loud. Is that Joel? I'm like, oh no. I have this hat on. No one was supposed to recognize me. And then going on like he's the dance, he's a great dancer. Local like, celebrity. Oh goodness. But how was how was the dance show? It was great. Lulu was, Lulu killed it. She crushed it. She's that's she's in her element. When she's yeah. In, like face like facials and everything. Like she just she owned it. Her and the whole team owned it. They did 
an awesome job. There were other dance. I didn't know other dance teams were going. I thought they were the only act. Yeah. There were multiple, and everyone was just fantastic. So Dance House was your favorite team. What was your second favorite thing to see or watch? Um, let's see. I like let's see the, the, all the dance. You're bad at cool. this part because you're gonna list ten things. No, no, no. one the favorite art, thing. Looking at the art because you know art is which art is art is what you make of it. It's yep. what you think it is. Yep. As an artist, your art is <laughs> your art. Charles Darwin said when he died, when he was about to die, he said that his only regret was that he didn't make time to either read poetry or look at art once a week. Yeah, no, it's it's he was too focused on the machine, like the grind, mm -hmm. and he wished mm -hmm. he had taken a day. I, I like I like looking at the art. Yeah, like it's it's so different. Like there are no rules in art. Right. I had to tell Kirby that like twenty times, but there are no rules in art. There are no rules. It's art is art. There's I don't know. It's it's so interesting. But I I enjoyed looking at that. People drew cards. People had photography art. People had paintings where it just looked like they just were pissed off at the canvas and just started chunking shit at it. Um, and, again, that's that abstract art. And it's like, what is? what do you see here? Yeah. And, uh, well, it's, it was it was great. I liked it. I really enjoyed it, and I just wish I did that more often. Well, I'm glad you got to go. It was great. We had, awesome. We had a good show. We had uh, Maddie, Steven, myself, Jessica Porras went, Rafael went, Kirby and her roommate went, and then it had all her friends. So it was, it was, it was good. It was awesome. Where okay. are they? I don't see any of them. Yeah, five. Okay. They're, they're all sitting on the boxes, and Molly's by the desk. Okay. So we're going to wrap this up. Great job, wrap Lulu. Up, Congratulations folks. on an awesome show. Congratulations. I mean, that's a professional dance team. They will be doing more events mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. locally, and so we will let you all know when that's going to happen. Uh, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, get in here tonight. We're going to have a – oh, my gosh. It's going to be an amazing time. And uh, to Javier, to, to answer your question, Javier, no, we don't have a spirit animal just yet for Team oh. Joel. We will be agreeing to that by the, eve the end of the day. Yeah. Might be Catacorn. Who knows? See you later, folks. Thanks ah. for tuning into the podcast. Y'all have a Hope fabulous day. It. Is it episode 42? 41. <laughs>